Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Hi, my name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing industry. If you're on uh, social, you can find me at Total Auto Solutions. If you're on TikTok, best way to get in touch is uh, shoot me a message there. I love TikTok. It's at Detail Supply App. But if you want to shoot me a direct text, go 918-800-1188. And this is the Community Pub. And I am uh, enjoying the peach emoji. Last week, I had the pineapple emoji from Welltown Brewery. And uh, as I stated last week, Dave, who uh, used to be a detailer at Fine Airport Parking, and uh, he would come on the early episodes of the podcast. I mean, like episodes one through what, like 10, maybe. I mean, it was maybe like three through six. I don't know. I mean, it was it was early episodes and he'd come on and talk to us about uh, all the different styles of beer and what we should be learning. Maybe we'll try and get him to uh, give us a little bit more info. I know we recorded a session at, uh, at their brewery uh, recently and it was good. So... Uh, what are you guys drinking tonight, Scott? Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, Brandon. Good to see My you, West, and, uh, Dustin. So far, so uh, Scott, what about you? What are you drinking? I mean, I don't drink. I'm just uh, drinking a Mountain Dew. So. Hey, all good, brother. All good. Uh, did you ever drink Mellow Yellow? I did. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I found one not too terribly long ago, and uh, it's just as good as I remember it. Yeah, so that's what I remember. Like, Mellow Yellow and me is Arkansas. Uh, I grew up, you know, here in Tulsa, but would travel over to Fort Smith is where my dad was from. And then uh, we had family in Little Rock. And we'll go to um, – uh, and then we had family in Heber Springs, and that's where I would drink it most of the time. There in Heber Springs, we go to the lake and, uh, you know, fish or go out and shoot guns or whatever. You know, I'm a city boy, so anytime I could get out there – you know, I'd walk around and just shoot random stuff, you know, with a BB gun. Oh, they, I thought it was fun, you know. <laughs> I, I'm close to Memphis. Uh, they I, still do that around there, too. Do they? Yeah. I, Mellow Yellow was my drink every time I'd go there. I, I I don't hardly ever see it, but when I do, I try and get it and relive the old times. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Brandon, what are you drinking tonight? Drinking, uh, it's called Ransack the Universe. Okay cool what is it it's uh just just an ipa um 6.8 percent it's pretty good kind of it kind of tastes like voodoo ranger actually i see it in your picture oh. there yeah 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 i love voodoo ranger <laughs> definitely yeah, i think that one's the pumpkin one i didn't really enjoy that no uh <laughs> help me out with uh that star on your shirt what why do you why do you wear a star on your shirt? That doesn't make sense, being from where you're at. Uh, I I've grown up a Cowboys fan. Uh, my dad was, and then gave up on him, and I stayed a Cowboys fan. Unfortunately, everyone here hates him. <laughs> That's why I'm saying like like really interesting for you to be wearing that where you're at. Yeah, I can't I can't I can't wear Cowboys stuff when I go do customers' cars because they're always they, they, everyone hates me. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Uh, Wes, uh, what about you, man? What are you drinking tonight? Hey, Marty. Uh, 
not beer, a little bit of Eagle Rare, a little bit of bourbon. Okay. Good to see you, man. You've, you've been gone for a little while. Uh, everything yeah. Been yeah, it's been a long time. Um, just I've had uh, afternoon stuff for work uh, on most Wednesdays, a lot of late night in Japan <laughs> meetings and, and whatnot. And uh, I've been working with a personal trainer for the past 21 weeks. <laughs> So I don't miss that either. So just real busy. Somebody, is that you, Scott? Oh, I'm going to mute that for just a second. Or somebody. There's Dustin. Dustin, maybe. All right. We'll mute those. Good to be back, though. Good to see you. There we go. There we go. Yeah. It's good to see you, too, man. Definitely. Yeah. Alex, how's everything? Everything's good, man. I have no complaints whatsoever. Drinking the agua tonight? Yeah, I got like a fruit sparkling. Oh, yeah, face. <laughs> cool. Fruit and juice sparkling water. All right. Uh, Dustin, uh, thank you. Oh, so, where did he go? I think he ran off. You, uh, you drink, I think you were drinking a beer earlier, right? Uh, yeah, man. My wife just brought me some uh, Michelob Ultra. So. Nice. Hey, that's a good yeah. wife. That's I'm telling you, man. Nicely done. <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, wanted to uh, jump into your story for a little bit, kind of get to know you. Uh, thanks for coming on and chatting. Really appreciate it. There's a couple of things that we share in common. Not only uh, do we both not like the Razorbacks, but uh, – oh, wait, sorry, my bad. My bad. So I went to school in Arkansas – uh, but it was down in southern Arkansas Park in a, the metropolis of Arkadelphia, Arkansas. And uh, I went to Washita Baptist University, played Division II ball there, football and baseball, played left out in both sports. Sometimes I played right bench if, if I got the upgrade. Um, it, I thought it was a good joke. Nobody laughed. Right bench, left out. Anyway. Um, yeah, right over the head. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so what, what is it? everybody in the state loves the Razorbacks, and nobody would come to our games. It's because we were a small Division II school, and uh, we'd have like 20 people in our stands. Everybody in the state of Arkansas loves the Razorbacks. I take it you're one of those. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't always been a huge Razorbacks fan, but, I mean, I think I have to be. Um, and I don't have time to follow college sports anymore both of my I have two daughters uh one's 13 one's nine they're actually with me right now um I got divorced um two and a half years or did you grow up in ago. Arkansas yep was born and raised right here um we got uh two towns West Memphis and then Marion which is where I live is in Marion we're uh, interstate 40 separates us but um I've lived here my whole life. We're just outside of town, but within a, you know, 15 mile radius of where I'm at right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoy the Razorbacks. My brother lives uh, about a mile from university of Arkansas. He moved That's up cool. there about three years ago. So it's, it's fun to go visit. Um, I got a divorce and uh, I had to pay a whole lot of child support and had to pay my, you know, this and that and um i was 
course, working a full-time job and I was trying to find a way to make some extra money. And what were you doing full-time? I was, uh, pick, I worked for an environmental company, picking up, uh, like has waste, like you or bad fuel, bad oil, stuff like that. So I was driving a truck. And then, uh, before that I was into like custom fabrication and welding. And that's what I've been, that's what I've done for a long, long time. And then got burnt out and quit my job, got my CDL, went to driving a truck. So, um, fast forward. What brought, I mean, what brought, uh, you said the divorce made you get into detailing, but well, I mean, what, what brought about the jump? Was it just you financially needed to make more money or what, like what, yeah, what eventually I mean, made you do it? I was, uh, I was actually on the phone with my sister one day and, um, I've always, even my dad's the same way. We're very particular about our own vehicles and we like to keep them t- clean and neat. And my sister called me one day and told me she'd pay me to like 150 bucks to come detail her car at her house. So I ran by Walmart and bought a whole bunch of random detailing supplies. Okay, that's and- awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Who else besides Scott and myself went to Walmart to get to get their first Kalini supply? I know I had to have gotten something either there or like a like a Pet Boys or something. You know, I, I grabbed whatever. What'd you grab, Derek? Do you remember? Uh, I remember grabbing the uh, some some of the Turtle Wax All Purpose Cleaner, and then that one aerosol uh, carpet cleaner that they have. I think it's called like Blue Cleaner something. That was like one of the first cleaners I used. Some of those Wait, aerosol carpet cleaners are pretty great. There, there's there's other places that I can get detailing supplies besides Walmart. No, no, no. <laughs> but keep going to Walmart. <laughs> That aerosol one is actually not bad. I, I haven't used it in a couple of years. My one of my friends thinks it's like the best thing ever when he uses it. All right, Scott. So you're at Walmart picking up stuff. Do you remember what you picked up? Uh, everything. I bought my buckets there. I bought my vacuum cleaner there. I mean, the vacuum cleaner was... you remember what you I spent? Mean, uh, more than 150 bucks. Okay, but under 200 yeah, yeah. I mean, I had uh, a few odd men things. You know, I had, I think I had some Lucas, uh, what's that, Lucas Quick Detailer, the mist spray kind of smells, I don't know, spearminty to me. I think I still have it in my shop in the backyard. Um, I mean, yeah, it was less so, than 200 bucks. So, yeah, less than 200 bucks. You're going to go make 150. So you're in business and you're only down 50 bucks. Right. So Day I go two, to you go positive. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't intend on. I really didn't intend on doing much after that. I mean, I didn't think a lot about it. Well, I spent I don't know eight or nine hours detailing her car. Um, took pictures of it. She took pictures of it. You know, put it on Facebook, and I got a Facebook message from a guy that I went to school with. I'm 37, so I've been out of school for a little while pushing 20 years and I got a Facebook message from a friend of mine I went to school with. He's like, are you detailing cars now? And I'm like, sure am. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Fortunately, uh, my dad has a uh, shop in the backyard. It's heated and cooled. Very nice. And uh, man, I scheduled him for the next weekend, put pictures on Facebook. Next thing you know, I'm getting messages after messages. And my, we had a brand new, 
uh, Dodge dealership opened up here in town, and my brother was the first person to buy a vehicle from him. And the general manager there said, uh, you know anybody that details vehicles? And by now, I'm maybe up to 10 cars that I've done. And he's like, yeah, my little brother does it. So I get a phone call from the local Dodge dealership. I go meet with them. And within 30 days, I was doing 12 to 15 cars a week for them alone. Um, fast forward, we get work. I mean, this is in February, so March, April, May. So say June, July, I'm sleeping two or three hours a day. February seven of days Of uh, 19th. Yes, two years because, ago? Yeah. So February 19th, fast forward, I quit my job in August of 19th. Opened up my shop of October. Okay, of so February you get the deal at the dealership. February and you stay on with them through the you. So this okay. happened very. Quickly. When did you get the so, dealership? Um, probably mid March. I hadn't been open. I mean, I hadn't officially okay. started so you, advertising. I was detailing for other. I mean, maybe a month, month and a half. Yeah. And then uh, my and so brother buys How the long truck. did you stay? So if it was February, March, and then you quit your job in August. So what's that? Three months? Four months? Roughly, yeah. And then yeah, what? I, I found a I found a building, quit my job, and then which was I quit my job July twenty seventh was the last day I worked for uh, anyone else. Uh, Why we had Why'd you quit? Because it was costing me too much money to go to work. Huh. I mean, I was making, I was commission based. So I was making anywhere from 600 to a thousand dollars a week after taxes and after uh, child support and all that came out. And I mean, I was, I was able to do on a, on a good weekend, I could do three, two to three solid details a day, uh, which would take me anywhere from, you know, that's a 10 to 14 hour day. If I done three. Um, so, I mean, I've done the math and I could make more money working for myself. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. And, uh, so August you start, you immediately go get a building. I found the building in early July. Um, contacted the owner of it, looked at it. Thought it was massive, eighteen hundred square feet. Um, signed the lease. Once I signed my lease, I turned in my two weeks' notice at work. Quit. Um, like I said, my last day was July twenty seventh and nineteen. We had intended on opening um, September the first, and the city, the building had been empty for seven or eight years. So. Uh, we had intended on moving in or starting earlier. We ended up didn't open. We didn't open until October the uh, 10th of 2019. And it was me and one person and one employee. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. So talk to me about a little bit about uh, the new shop. Cause now you're in another shop, right? Well, we signed the lease last Tuesday for a new, uh, it's 11,000 square foot facility. Um, it's climate controlled. Uh, it has a 2,200 square foot showroom office area. Uh, I have nine employees, one full-time film installer. Uh, I've 
in the meantime of detailing all these cars, I also learned how to tint windows, wrap, and stuff like that. I did take a short trip to Chicago and, and got some training and stuff with a, some mentors of mine up there. But um, that's cool. Do you is, do you still work with the dealerships? Yeah. Yep. Every day. Okay. So you do dealer work as well as retail? Yes. Yeah, the dealer, man, if it wasn't for that dealership, I would probably still work for the company I was with before. Um, I mean, I hear a lot of negative comments about dealership work, but um, in my area, there's there's not a lot of shops that do what we do, which is the quick flip stuff. We don't really, we don't really specialize in that. We don't do the real quick stuff. Uh, we will, I mean, I'll do whatever, whatever the customer wants us to do. But, uh, fortunately this dealerships, um, kind of lets us, you know, look at each vehicle based and base it off what it needs. And we reach out to them after we do our inspection That's and, awesome. and go from that point. So what do you, what do you get per car? um on like our detail service our cleaning services our cheapest package starts at about 150 bucks um of course with the dealership we we try to adjust our hourly rate a little bit we give them ten dollars an hour cheaper than what we do retail customers um but if we get a vehicle in that's the paint's destroyed on it and we feel like it needs some sort of correction we'll reach out to the gm and, and send them photos and, and explain to them what we, what I suggest. And, and about 95% of the time they'll go with it. So. Yeah. All right. So we, we wanted to talk tonight about, you know, having some road bumps, having some problems, things that we can go through and experience. I know your story is, is different than mine. Your story is different than, than everybody else's and, you know, we're here tonight just to tell stories and chat, right? We're not going to ever <laughs> get into relationship advice. You know, Derek does have his, uh, his uh, doctorate in, um, in counseling uh, from uh, the YouTube certifica certification committee. Got, got an A+. And, plus. Uh, you know, he'll do his best, but uh, when it comes to tabbing out, don't, don't, get, don't get too crazy and think that he's going to give you the best advice ever. So, you know. <laughs> but... <laughs> But no, I mean, in life, right, there's there's a lot of shit that can go wrong. So, Scott, talk to us about, you know, how long were you married? You know, what, you don't have to go into specifics, but, you know, kind of what what caused the divorce and, and what, what happened for your life? How did it, how did it shake you up? You know, what, walk us through real quickly about how hard it is to get through a divorce. I want to step outside. My daughters are here. It's my day to have them. So there's some shit that they don't know that I'm not going to inform them about. So good for you. Um, so good I for you. had, I, um, I met my ex-wife when I was 10 years old. Um, we dated, we done everything by the book and, um, we were married 13 years to the day. We got married June 25th, 2005, and we got divorced June 25th, 2018. Um, she and I are still really good friends today. She's, I mean, I, I broke my back in 2006 racing. Um, began a uh, pain management clinic. They got, uh, you know, the whole 
depended on pain medication and all that. And I took it to another level and, um, it was just more than she could handle. Um, but anyway, long story short, um, it was probably best that we got a divorce. We had two daughters that we had to take Scott, care there's of. There's a lot of people in, that do that. Yeah. Uh, trust me. I understand. Um, yeah. So, yeah. um, well, I've got friends, I've got a friend that went through a similar situation with that. Um, and he still struggles and he had a buddy, he had a, he had a brother that he got off into a lot of crazy shit and ended up going and doing some prison time. And I mean, it yeah. pills are known out, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a big proponent through here, through Oklahoma. You know, I haven't been quiet about it. Uh, you know, as Oklahoma medical marijuana passed, it really helped me get through a lot of stuff and, and we meet and I have a podcast called Kush life and, and I interview and talk through different breweries and dispensary owners and people that are in the industry and, you know, the last, one of the last episodes we just did was a guy that helps people get off of meth and he uses cannabis to help them get off of meth. You know, there's, there's a lot of people in life that you just start taking something. You just start popping this pill that a doctor gave you. You know, I'm always trying to be cautious when I, I have a problem. I, I try not to get pain meds, but man, it just no, no worries, Scott. Like I, I really feel and empathize for you that, you know, that happened, but man, there's, there's a lot of other people that are listening. And so I'm glad you tell that story because there's plenty of people that, especially in the detailing world, especially in the car world that, uh, they, they also have, have had some issues with pain pills. So man, thanks. Thanks for saying that to us, man. We really appreciate that. Yeah, man. I've, um, I've actually done quite a bit of speaking, um, publicly about it. Um, I mean, I was very embarrassed about it. Now it's just part of my journey. Um, if I, I truly believe if I wouldn't have went through what I went through and put, unfortunately put my family what I had put them through, I wouldn't be moving into a new shop. I wouldn't be or have the, the drive that I have today to, uh, to be examples for my daughter and be examples for my employees and, and anybody that may be listening. So, uh, um, I mean, I'm still close to people that that still struggle. I mean, I still struggle with it. Hell, it's been five years since I've used any kind of any, anything. And I've never even smoked weed before. I've never used cannabis before. Um, you know, it just, I took the pill situation to a new level and um, put my family through quite a bit of hell. And it's, it's just kind of made me a better person overall. I wish I wouldn't have, you know, I'd give anything to take a lot of that back, but you know, I'm just going to keep pushing forward and keep doing what I'm doing and uh, keep my focus on my daughters and, and be present. Cause I wasn't always present there for them. I wasn't always, I was there, but I mean, if I sat down, I'd fall asleep or start, you know, nodding out or whatever they can call it. And now, I mean, I can sit down and play cards or shoot ball or whatever. And instead of using something for pain when my back gets to bother me, I know how to stretch and I know how to take ibuprofen or I know how to um, do other things besides taking some kind of chemical to, uh, to kill the pain. So, Yeah. Uh, I definitely encourage anybody and everybody to get into yoga and stretching. It, it has tremendously helped me. So in my journey through depression and then an injury and, you know, and then mostly just, fucking my own body up through just being mentally in a different place. And really depression's a bad deal. Uh, I describe it as like that Charlie Brown cartoon, where is it Linus that has that cloud that always rains over him? 
that's what I consider depression. It's like you could just sense this cloud come over and there's this giant blanket weight that would sit on, at least for me. And uh, yep. it really took a toll on my body. And today is the first day that I got. So I, I go to therapy every Wednesday. I do cryo where they freeze me for three minutes. Um, I get stretched and he puts me through all these, these different, I don't know what he does, but about six months ago when he was cupping me, he introduced blood back to parts of my leg that hadn't seen blood before because of my spinal stenosis, it cut off all the nerves in my back. So Derek, this is funny. You, you remember when I've been at mobile tech or when we've been at like the amount of pain that I've always been in and always just owning and groaning. Like, so they yes. found out what I was, it was my nerves got cut off. And all my muscles through my side and my legs went dormant. And so Ooh. I've actually been regrowing and having to break apart uh, a muscle that was dormant and um, just dead muscle, um, scar tissue. Basically, basically, it all went to scar tissue. And they've been breaking that apart and then having to restretch it back out and grow new muscle. So it... It's, uh, it's been, uh, it's been oh. very interesting. Uh, usually I always yell, fuck you to my guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> almost every, like they'll have to clear out the room sometimes. Like, uh, it's, uh, it, it got pretty painful, but, uh, you know, it, it, any, any of us can go through a spot in life where we didn't anticipate ourselves being, you know, you, Scott, you love to race and, you didn't anticipate breaking your back. There's, there's plenty of us that get into situations that nowhere did we want to be. But then when we're also trying to run a business or trying to do something to further our lives, uh, boy, it creates even a more of a, I think a, a more of a balloon that has a chance of exploding in a sense. Like it becomes to, I think when you get through those situations, they many times get those hurdles just get larger Maybe that's only, only in our minds. Maybe it's in reality. I'm not sure. I'd love to know your guys' opinions on that. Uh, Brandon, you uh, you experienced anything in your life that's been a, a big struggle? Yeah, I can I can relate to what both of you are talking about. Um, when I was younger, I, I did some stupid stuff too. Luckily, I didn't get into it too hard. But my brother is still going through... I, I haven't even been able to talk to him because uh, with my kids and stuff, I haven't been able to have him around. So I've been through that. My back pain, that's why I started my business. I blew my back out. I worked at a speed shop. I was picking up cases of oil, felt the pain, and I couldn't even get up. I just dropped right to the ground. And uh, ever since then, I went back. Um, the owner wanted me to train his son for less money, and I started my own business. That's awesome. That's awesome. When was that? A uh, little over four years ago. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Alex, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really uh, in a position to get into details right now. Um, but this, this past year has definitely been one of the, one of the bigger struggles of my life. Um, I've had pretty much everything stacked against me. Uh, including people trying to take me down. So um, it's a little easier now. I'm, I'm busy enough that my mind just, I keep my mind busy. I keep focused on work. I keep focused on moving forward. But, you know, I'm in New England, so we have slow winters. Um, 
and this is what it was tough. It was, it was tough to get up and, and to even get out of bed, let alone be motivated to try to grow my business and push forward and, and make it through the winter. Um, but I mean, if I can get through, if I figure if I can get through COVID and what I've been going through since last well, April, just mentally, um, I've, I've had points where, um, it's, it involves a divorce, um, a really, really ugly divorce. Um, and my, my ex has done everything to try to fuck up my life, including trying to steal my van full of equipment. Um, she was, she called, she actually called the police and let them know that she was going to come take it. Um, which she, she, they told her not to. And then she called the person that I was staying with at the time. Um, cause when I, when I left, when I left home from her, you know, it, it was like mid COVID. So I, I ended up staying with somebody, um, she called, she got their phone number through my, the cell phone records for me texting or calling or whatever, called them and said, Hey, where's his van? And they were like, what, like, what are you talking about? Um, so luckily I wasn't here that day, but yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been crazy. It's, it's been, it's been interesting for sure. Um, that is crazy to hear, man. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't try and steal a van. She, she took everything pretty much out of the house. She did take the car, of course, which was fine. The, the interesting part was after she got alimony, she also then started mobile detailing because, right? I mean, that's what we had done, Wait. right? We'd just been what? doing it. So yeah, my, my, mine didn't start detailing. She, did, she bought the same Harley that I have, though, which is interesting. Oh. Well, mine mm. actually took customers of mine. That was, that was a tough one. Yeah, well, yeah, I was like, ooh, Wait, you got me on that one. What? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, it's been tough, man. Like I, um, a couple of years ago, I, I, I had been in a long relationship and, and the last few years of that, I was like, like really depressed. Um, and I kind of learned how to cope with that. And over the two years, I got myself in a decent place, then went through this shit. Um, and also Alex, for you, for you, how do you cope? How do you cope? Um, the, the biggest thing was, was figuring out exactly what, what was going on with me. Um, so like I, I had some really bad trust issues, um, that led me into, into depression. Um, and I always thought it was just from relationships. And then when I actually, like, I actually figured this out in this last year, I have, I've had a lot of time to just kind of like reflect and, and try to learn about myself. Um, I figured out that the trust issues weren't just from being lied to in relationships, but it stemmed back to my childhood and, and abandonment from my parents and, and shit like that. So it was a lot, it was a lot deeper than I, than I, than I thought originally. Well, anybody Very else? Common. Derek, I know you uh, just started into the, uh, the marriage world, so we're not trying to discourage you one bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I, so far, everything's been good. My, uh, my wife's been pretty cool about it. She was actually the one that kind of told me as she started doing it full time, uh, full time or take it more seriously um, originally because, uh, you know, she actually comes with me sometimes when we go out in detail, which is been good uh i mean i have my way of things and she has her ways and occasionally she hates when i'm like watching her detail and i'm like oh damn i like could we do the mats later not now and she's like oh what are, you, what are you trying to tell me but otherwise everything's been good but uh i definitely feel for you guys um i have one of my other friends that is in a rough had a rough type of relationship so i definitely 
feel for you guys. Um, it, it does suck, and I hope everything works out for you guys. And life's yeah, yeah. grand. I mean, my ex-wife and I get along better now, and we always got along while we were married. I just kept making dumbass decisions. You know, it, it. she's extremely intelligent. You know, I learned the hard way. I have to hit my head on everything before I figure out how to do it the right way, which I think most men, you know, same here. do that. Same, same yeah, here. I mean, <laughs> but back to what Alex was saying earlier, is like most of this dumb shit that happens to us, or at least we think happens to us, usually stems from something that's happened a long time ago. Same thing to me. I mean, I had traumatizing things happen to me when I was young, but it doesn't give me an excuse to make bad choices. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And so, then, um, oh, Alex, go ahead. Yeah, no, sorry, I, I, I thought he was done. Um, oh, yeah, so one, one thing that I, I realized that so one issue I had as I've had as an adult in relationships is pushing people away. Um, and that, you know, that I realized that came from the abandonment stuff. And, and when I was a teenager, I used to act out because my parents didn't like they, they provided food and shelter, but that was, it. it was, it was not a fulfilling childhood or anything like that. Um, so I used to act out because the only attention I would get is negative attention, but that was better than nothing. Um, so I realized, you know, fairly recently that, you know, I, I would push people away and argue just because arguing was better than was better than nothing. And I, and, but the thing is, I would, I would just keep escalating arguments to keep them going as, as long as I could, because like, even if we were in a bad place and, and we had a disagreement or whatever, talking to each other in an argument was better than the fear I had of, of not talking to each other at all. Yeah, that makes it makes sense. It definitely does. Cody, what about you? Uh, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, man. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I mean, I'm only 22. I can't say had anything major, like huge happen in my life. Nothing comparable to say divorce or um, some of the things you guys have been talking about. But everyone goes through their own shit, big or small. And I guess something that's been big in my life or has shaped my life is like issues with my dad growing up and uh, just kind of a tough love dad, sort of. And like things are great now, but just growing up, like not even physically abusive, but mentally abusive um, that I've had to work a lot through just on my own. And I've found that the place that we're at now, is, which is the best it's ever been, like um, is all because I've just been not only focusing so much on my business, but kind of working on myself every single day and just bettering myself, mind, body, spirit. And that has allowed me to uh, strengthen all the relationships around me, even with my girlfriend and other family members and stuff. So just like feeding your brain every single day and learning. Um, so Cody, how do, how do you strengthen? You said your, your spirit, mind, and body. How, how do you strengthen all three? So working out five days a week, meditation, try to do every single day. Um, at least five minutes, sometimes 10 to 15, but literally just sitting down closing your eyes. And I like to focus on breath work, but you can focus on a mantra or anything else you like. And then um, mind would be reading and listening to Pints and Policing podcasts, uh, any, pol any podcast out there, 
Um, I listen to, I don't even really listen to music when I work. I just listen to podcasts like insanely and then reading every single day. So I'm always in three, three books at a time, like just feeding, feeding my brain every single day, just trying to be the best person I can be. Wes, you said you read books too. And Cody, that's, that's great. Uh, you, man. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Thank you. I just, I listen to a ton of, so I'm, I'm kind of like Cody. I, if, if I'm not like working out a problem where I need silence to think about selling podcasts or just general stuff like, you know, Rogan or comedy podcasts, um, you know, if it's like a real stressful day, I listen to comedy podcasts, laughter is fantastic medicine. Um, or uh, there's so many. I don't know. But I don't know. I, I just feel like, you know, music is valuable. Music gives you, uh, you know, good. Yeah, but just having passing through your head all day, you pick up a lot of good stuff. So lots of podcasts. Yeah, I agree. All right. So, Scott, when we... Uh... When we think about having issues and then moving forward through the issues, right? So whether or not, uh, you know, whatever we choose, right? I think, Cody, that's great advice. Wes, you know, reading books, those, we're listening to podcasts, anything like that to get our mind off of stuff is, is definitely a great way of uh, progressing in a, in a direction opposite of negativity. But when you're, you've got kids involved, how does, how does dealing with that and kids go, go about for you? Somebody, if I'm having a rough day or when things get really stressful, I, uh, well, just in general, um, you know, with what you've had to go through and now you're dealing with kids and, you know, we got, you, you got life and you got business and, you know, everything that goes into it. And how do you handle it with kids? Uh, I focus on them solely. I mean, I've never really been much of a half-asser, um, probably to a fault. But I'm thankfully I'm able to, um, you know, I never lost focus that I've been a dad or that I am a dad or I'm going to become a dad. Um, so thankfully they they help me keep my mind. Uh, um, in a base, I mean, when I was going through, I guess, the worst part of this whole thing, I had to keep pictures of them around all the time because when mm -hmm. all this stuff first happened, when she found out, she took them, you know, they moved their moms and supposed to be gone for, you know, a few days and they were gone for 97 days. And um, I mean, I still got to see them a lot, but not, you know, used to coming every day and your baby's being there, you know. Um, now, um, I don't have the perfect answer, but I just prioritize what's the most important thing to me. And I'll close that fucking business down in a heartbeat if it comes to my kid. Um, so that's interesting. But, so why, why would you close, why would you close your business down for your kid? I'm, what do you mean? Just, I mean, I guess that's the wrong way to put it, but, um, you know, if, if, their mom decided she was going to up and move away or something like that. I'm going wherever my kids are going to go. 
um, maybe the wrong way to look at it. I probably at this point now wouldn't have to close it down. Uh, I have a, a good team, and they can continue to to forward with it uh, on a day to day basis. But um, you know, I don't really have. Uh, I just it's I guess a mindset. Just do it. You know, I just get up every day and, and focus on what I got to do. If it's dance recitals, basketball practice, or, you know, a frustrated customer or a problem at work, something got broken, whatever, um, you know, find the solution and, and move forward with it. Yeah. So I, right. I don't like so to spend a lot of time dwelling on issues. You, 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 you've got, you said a 13 and a nine-year-old? Correct. All right. Uh, I, I bet you that, uh, if they're like your kids, my kids got me onto TikTok. Well, about three years ago or so, two years when it was music.ly. And then uh, <laughs> when TikTok, you know, took it over, I really jumped in and, and then tried to, to post videos and do stuff. I've seen you. I think you're on TikTok too. How's TikTok been for you? Did your kids get you into it or, or what was your journey into TikTok? Um. I heard you talk a bunch, so I downloaded it. I, I have a guy that works for me that does all of our social media work. So uh, other everything besides TikTok, he does. Um, I got on a TikTok just to try, just to try it. I mean, I heard you talk about a lot of the things that you had been doing on it, and and I think you were the first person I looked up when I got on there, and um, I looked at a lot of your videos and. Um, TikTok hasn't really been at the forefront of my mind when it comes to thinking about social media, but I'm trying to get there. But I'm a, honestly, a lot of the things that I see on TikTok are, you know, girls shaking their ass for the most part. But um, well, Scott, like uh, I, like Greg uh, Masterson's told that's, me, that's when, when I I said that too. <laughs> uh, I said I said Greg, you know, when I first got into yeah, it, you know, it's, I it's about what you follow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I was like, but Greg, I, I had a bunch of, I had a teenage daughter. Like, I mean, I, they were scrolling through stuff. They were doing, I was like, listen, man, I had to get off for a little bit because it just, I had to get that algorithm to change, I think, or something yeah. like, I just, I need to get some detailing stuff in there. I need to get something else. Cause you're right. Like it, it was really interesting. I can't imagine. I think it'd have been great if I was a 16 year old and 18 year old, that'd have been hella cool. Right. But same as you, once I figured out it was how the algorithm worked, I started changing hashtags and changing the things that you like and look at. So uh, a lot of the other stuff is gone from there and it's more detail oriented or at least car you know, oriented stuff that I'm seeing on there. So uh, there is definitely people on there that, that can be reached. Um, I've just trying to figure out how to in, in my area, um, learning hashtags and learning how to, you know, keywords and stuff like that. But um, I think too, I it's also a video of me ceramic. I would say also, I think to me, it's, it, it, it pushes your creativity. It's, it's not to me just that you're yeah. going to get a hashtag and maybe get a sale off of it. There's also a lot in business of learning a system and adapting a system and being able to use it for your advantage. What I mean by that with TikTok is 
you know, TikTok's got so many different filters, so many transitions, so many different ways of shooting stuff. You can send it back and forth. I mean, they, they're pushing the envelope of creativity on a free platform that most of us wouldn't even get close to using on a paid app, right? Like Derek, we use apps, you know, and we, we like to use video editing apps and we do different things like that. And there's plenty of stuff you can do for free on TikTok to help grow your imagination, your creativity, and learn how to storytell what you did to a vehicle. Have you gotten on TikTok yet, Derek? Um, I did actually get on TikTok, but um, I don't know if it's just me, but I one of my videos had like over 400,000 views and it was from like another country. It wasn't it wasn't really in the U.S. It was, it was kind of weird. I don't, from Turkey, I don't know what was going on, but it was literally just a video of me, like, foaming down my wife's car. And, like, I guess the transition for me, I had my GoPro on when I shot the video, was me, uh, you know, taking the foam can off and putting the other part on. Like, people loved it. I got, like, a lot of comments and, and messages all from this. Um, but to be honest, as, as far as TikTok goes, I haven't gotten much traction on TikTok, but I do get a lot of views. Um, I'm still getting a lot of messages on Instagram, to be honest with you. Like, so I, I, I still have both. Don't worry. I'm still posting on TikTok, but I, I get more in, uh, traction personally on on Instagram. But oh, yeah. Us too. Yeah. Us too. But I, as far I as like, go ahead, Alexa. Yeah, Derek, I just can't believe that that video got more views than the one of you twerking. Oh, my God. Like, like. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the video of me my damn uh, fucking, uh, what's it called, uh, farmer's tan I got going on. Marty goes, <laughs> the first thing, Marty, I, I post the video and Marty goes, you know, what's up with that farmer's tan? I'm like, listen, man, like, I don't, I don't take my shirt off all the time, okay? I don't want people to see this body underneath here, but, like, they can see my arms. But I'll, I'll show you guys, but, like, listen, it's bad. It's bad. Like, I am, literally, it's like I ripped off someone's arm. Um, this is my, this is someone else. This is, yeah, yeah like, I was going to say, Derek, on. we're all got farmer's tans, man. Like, we oh, all have. You don't understand. Like, all my friends are like, what the hell happened to you? Did you cut someone's arm off? I'm like, no, this is just how I look in the summer. Like, leave me alone. Like, nope. Yeah, my, mine's horrible. That's why I got a shirt on, but no pants. I'm not even mine. I don't want you guys to see that. I have a farmer's Yo, did you say no pants? The white T-shirt. It's Zoom. Really? It's Zoom. You're oh, not supposed wait, to wear pants. Oh, wax, wax, wax. Oh, what's he's, up? He's slowing down real slow. It's completely white. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome, Derek. Uh, I sure would love to know uh, what's that tab out question of the night. Oh, it's 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 a bit of a weird one. Um, one of my uh, my buddies sent me this, so. Oh, you're on, you're on mute. You muted yourself. <laughs> Sorry. He went in for it's, the question. You were like, no, uh, it's, it's, it's gotta uh, go. It's, it's a bit of a weird one. I don't know how it's going to go over. I'm crossing my fingers. You guys enjoy it, but it's a little weird. So here we go. So are you the kind of person? And this, like, remember, this is at the end of the night, you know, that guy is sitting at the end of the bar and it's, he's going to ask you a weird question. You know, it's 2am time to go home. Are you the kind of person that puts your shoes on, sock, shoes, sock, shoes, or are you sock, sock, shoe, shoes? What kind of question is that? Both socks and then both shoes. What the hell's wrong with you guys? 
Now, the, I will prep. Go ahead. Everyone answer, and then I'll, I'll preface at the end. But I want to hear what everyone has to say. All right, Scott. Are you sock, sock, shoe, shoe? Or are you sock, shoe, sock, shoe? <laughs> sock, sock, shoe, shoe? Sock, sock, yeah. shoe, shoe. Sock, yeah, sock, I'm, shoe, shoe. I'm sock, sock, shoe, shoe myself. Brandon? Yeah, same. Sam? I, I, I wouldn't think to do it another way. I, I, I don't understand. I'll, I'll preface it at the end, but keep going. I want to hear what you guys say. Alex? <laughs> yes, socks and then shoes. I don't know what. I would never trust somebody that put one sock on and then one shoe. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine they could run a successful business either, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> you walk in, it's like, oh, sir, I'm, I'm out of here. Like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Catch somebody. With, could you imagine walking in somebody's house or their office and they got one shoe and one sock on? Like, come on. It's like, uh, you know what? I'm just going to get out of here. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, Cody. Sock, sock, shoe, shoe. That's awesome. I, I feel for Dustin and Wes if one of them answers. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. All They're right, gonna Dustin. Lie. They're going to lie. I, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever met anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird question. I'm sorry. Oh, like, like, both socks first. <laughs> both socks first. All right, Wes. Socks first. Wes, final one. No. I'll be the guy. All right. Everything is normal, and I'm not feeling like a serial killer. I'll do sock, sock, shoe, shoe. But let's <laughs> say I've just done a leg day at the gym, and I can barely walk, and I got a shower, and I got all my clothes on, and I'm drying off my feet. If I've got one leg up, and I've dried off my foot, and I put my sock on, I might go ahead and grab that shoe and stick it on so I don't have to pull my freaking leg up onto the bench again because I can barely move. That's the only time I ever do that. Otherwise, yeah, I, I you can't you can't trust that person. <laughs> Derek, <laughs> you're the only one that hasn't answered. I think. But I'm sure it does look funny when. So no, no. I'm, I'm sure it does look. I was gonna say definitely sock sock. I walked in the, the locker room. And this psychopath has one shoe on and a naked foot. See, like so, Wes, Wes, hit it, Wes hit it on the head. Apparently, it's like an unofficial test to see if someone's a psychopath or not. If they if they put it all their shoes on, where they do sock shoe, and then they go sock shoe, it's like, oh wait a minute, like that person might be a little over the edge. If they do sock sock shoe shoe, like naturally, then they're okay. But like if you see someone doing the other way, it's like, uh oh, like. So what's the detailer version of that? Uh, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> they got to clean, clean the shoe oh, before they put it on. And then that shoelace no. got to be, shoelace has to be perfect. When that shoelace goes down, <laughs> that thing, it's got to be just perfect. That's the detailer part. The or, shoelace or, is going to be right. And then when I tie that knot, it better be. I was, uh, was going to say the guy that puts the, uh, the pad on the polisher, it's got to be... You clean the wheel and the tire and you go ahead and dress it before you move on to the next wheel? Yes. Oh, there's something like real, like, oh, well, you don't have to do the... the you, you can wait to do it later. I was like, no, I got to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. 100% right now. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, now yeah. I know what you mean by yeah, detail. Spinny, spinny. If it wobbles, get back. Yeah. I was going to say the guy puts the, the pad on 
and then they got to yeah. be exactly center, and then they got to put the piece out. Well, I think the detailer version is like. Yeah, that's also me, so I guess I'm that guy. Uh-oh. Or somebody that... But I would think the detailer version would be like cleaning a wheel and a tire and then, and then putting dressing on before you move on to... Instead of finishing all the wheels and then putting the dressing on. But maybe that's yeah. more efficient. I don't know. Or somebody who cut, polishes, finishes, and coats a 4 by 4 section that moves on to the next... Oh, no, no, no. If you think someone that does that, I don't know. Because, like, I'll do the whole car for a second. Like they'll, they'll cut, polish, coat it, and then move on to the very next the, Take the oh, tape no. off and then go on to the next one. go on to the very next panel. It's like, sir, please, no. That's not official. Yeah. Stop. Scott, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on and telling your story. Your finishing step should be two or three times the size of your cut step. Yeah, and uh, I want to give you last thoughts. Any uh, any last uh, any last words you'd like to say? Any encouragement to anybody that's going through shit, or you know how to handle things? Or just anything you want to say? Just give you the last floor. Well, I appreciate you uh, inviting me on tonight, um, man. For those who have gone through something or is going through something, everybody's going through something. Somebody, you know, nobody's unique. I remember being told that early on that I'm not unique. Um, it happens, you know, it's just how you bounce back. What do you do with it? Try to turn everything into a positive that you can and let other people have the rest of it. Um, don't try to control those things. You can't, um, you know, there's always going to be, you know, hard day. Days, man, just uh, that stuff's temporary. Every day is a new one. So, man, I really appreciate it, and I appreciate y'all sharing y'all's story. And um, I'll uh, I'll be back on. So Wednesdays are a little harder for me than others, but I'll get I, on. I get it, man. I, well, anytime you can, you don't have to stay for the whole time. As you saw, people hop in and out. You know, anytime. Love to have you, and uh, appreciate what you shared. For me. Uh, my last thoughts is I was trying to think through what we were going to talk about today and, and put it a little bit into perspective of, you know, my daughters will be back here in a couple of weeks. I'll have them for a month. You know, time heals a lot. It takes a lot of time to grow things. It also takes a lot of time to heal. And uh, for me, it's been a long journey and I'm hopefully toward, uh, maybe I feel like I'm about 60% of the way there. You know, some days I feel good and some days I, I sink back and you're, you're right. It's just about taking one step one day at a time. If with the understanding that you're doing at full speed ahead, you know, many times when we think one day at a time or one little step, we take that little step and then we want to take a break and we want to rest. Sometimes that rest, uh, well, causes atrophy. And causes some problems in your body if you rest too long. So I'm going to encourage people not to rest too much. And one of the things that I found that I really enjoyed as I began my journey into restoring my body was using yoga, like I talked about, using some fitness, some things, and, and trying to get my body back to where I thought it should be. Not in some muscular form or I have to go to the gym and blah, 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 because, you know, we're we're already working pretty hard throughout the day. So stretching and actually being supple to your body, supple or whatever that word is, 
uh, being soft and, and helping your body through stuff really goes a long way through your mind. And I found as my body continues to release itself, that my mind is actually opened back up to more free thinking and more of the, the positive mindset, more free flowing thoughts, a little bit more euphoric in a sense. When your body's in less pain, then your brain gets to be a little bit more euphoric and positive in its own self. So the idea would be that anybody that's going through something is, you know what? Make sure you go back and start taking care of your body, All right? The body is what will, if, if we want to say, you know, I grew up, we all grew up differently. I grew up very conservative. The top was that your body was your temple, right? You, you have to take care of your body. And in detailing, it's not any different. If you're passionate about cars and what you love in life, like you got to take care of your body. There's no doubt about it. Changing your eating habits, uh, changing some of your lifestyle, but also just being a part of your life and moving forward and incorporating your business with your per personal life, with your workout. I would say for me, the next thing when I think of a relationship and I think of business, I know that my spouse or my partner or whichever we choose is going to have to definitely support where I want to go in business and what I want to do in life. For those of you that are in a relationship where that's not happening, hey, it definitely created for me a major downfall uh, and hurdle in my life and hurdle in business. So I, I give that recommendation for anybody. Make sure that whoever you're partnering with, spouse-wise or, you know, not everybody wants to get married, all good. Then make sure that you guys are on the same page, same, you know, same path and same direction. <clears throat> it really makes things a lot a lot easier. So guys, thanks so much for your time tonight. I really do appreciate uh, each of you coming on. Scott, thanks so much. Uh, Brandon, Alex, Cody, Dustin, and uh, Derek and Wes, man. Great to see you guys. So thanks oh, so much. Yeah. It was great having a beer with you. The The peach emoji was, uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. You could taste that peach a lot more than the, uh, the pineapple. So if you're ever in Tulsa, Welltown Brewery peach emoji. Great choice. I'll be All there right, in December. Guys. Good to see you, yeah. Marty. Have a good one. <laughs> Whatever yeah, I send, huh? <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Have no a great problem, night. Man. Pleasure. I'll see you guys. Peace. I'll see you guys. All right. Episode is over. Go leave a review. Share the value. Be a part of community. Mm -hmm.